We have long discussed that the future of Indianapolis is connected with the future of Indiana. And the better the state grows, the better it is for the city. The stronger Fort Wayne is, the stronger Evansville is, the stronger Jeffersonville is, the better it is for Indianapolis because competition is a good thing. We would be much better off if Muncie was thriving. And we would be far better off if Gary was thriving. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Let me bring in Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB, at Gary Dick, G-E-R-R-Y, at Gary Dick on uh, Twitter as well. You spoke uh, there from from InsideIndianaBusiness.com. You spoke uh, about Gary. You talked Mm -hmm. uh, with uh, their mayor, Jerome Prince, about Gary getting a second look who is giving Gary that second look? What are they basing it on? And what is it that we can expect in development from that area that affects us here? Yeah, and first of all, Tony, I do want to reinforce what the point that you just made, which I think is an important one, and that's for Indianapolis, for Indiana to be successful, more than just Indianapolis, more than just central Indiana, needs to be successful. And for the longest time, that has not been the case. Indianapolis, central Indiana has really been carrying the Indiana economy. Now we're seeing some bright spots in places like Fort Wayne. But for decades, 50-plus years in Gary, northwest Indiana, Lake County, uh, it has been, uh, you know, frankly, it's been a uh, disaster. You know, they have lost tens of thousands of people uh, in terms of population. They've lost businesses. The crime rate has soared. So many problems, so many challenges uh, in Gary. Now, and as you mentioned, I talked with Jerome Prince, who's the relatively new new mayor in, uh, in Gary. He said, actually, people are giving a second look, including some technology companies. This is a city a region that was built on steel. That's still very important to be sure. But Jerome Prince and others in Gary and Northwest Indiana field technology is is a key factor. Now, this deal has not been done yet. I don't think they have financing yet for this. But uh, Acumen is a five um, G technology, five G uh, smartphone manufacturer. They want to build smartphones in Gary. They've committed uh, to a project they say would be between five hundred and two thousand jobs over time. Now, again, I don't think that deal's done yet. But they have talked about the commitment to do it. They've had a steel plant, Alliance Steel moving its headquarters and some manufacturing from Chicago across the border to uh, to Gary as well. They've got a big $400 million casino project that is slated to open uh, in the spring. So there are some signs of life. There are some signs of positivity coming out of Gary now, and that's, uh, that's a good thing. And it, it's there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, we've got this opportunity to be this this quasi-bedroom community to Chicago, mm-hmm. but even better, we have this opportunity to be a tax haven for businesses that want to easily do business in Chicago. So we should aggressively take advantage of it, and to take advantage of it requires, well, a lot of things. It, ter- it certainly takes some businesses taking a-, a leap of faith, and it takes the city to be able to say to itself, this is an opportunity and convince its people to, mm-hmm. to bring it back. Now, all that's not an easy that is not an easy thing to, to 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 pull out of people. Has there been conversation? And I'm sure that there has, but I'm talking about to levels of specificity uh, uh, from uh, Governor Holcomb and his team about specific projects, programs, ideas, concepts, pushes, desires regarding Gary, regarding Hammond, regarding Lake County that can make the difference and turn the tide. 
Yeah, the short answer is yes, to be sure. And I think these conversations go go back to uh, Mitch Daniels' administration. Uh, you know, Mitch Daniels was very proactive in in physically going to Northwest Indiana and seeing how the state can connect better with this really uh, powerful region. You know, it's the gateway to Chicago. They've got a lot of of, of industry in that uh, in that region, a lot of communities up there. And I think what we're seeing, Tony, you talk about specific ways that the region can thrive and Indiana can participate. You look at the South Shore Rail Line, the commuter rail line up there, huge generational project that has been talked about forever uh, up there is finally happening now. They're double tracking, putting an extra set of tracks, double tracking the uh, the South Shore up there, improving commute times, not only in the region, but commute times between Gary and Northwest Indiana and downtown Chicago. And back to your point, uh, and, and Gary and other communities Northwest Indiana want to see more people actually living there. They're really promoting that to folks who perhaps work in Chicago. Yeah, move your business here. But if you don't move your business here, if you don't live in Chicago, uh, you can certainly live here and uh, pay uh, lower property taxes and lower cost of living, those types of things. So all those things are going on. But back to your point about uh, about buy-in, I think that's one of the biggest things that has, has to happen uh, in Gary and in Northwest Indiana is getting people to believe, getting people to buy into a vision of growing uh, a region that unfortunately has had its real challenges uh, over the last uh, 50 years. One of the places I buy into is Columbus, Indiana. Talking to Gary mm-hmm. Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. I, I love it. Um, I love that, that, that Main Street stretch. I would love to actually see it increase. I'd love to be able to see more of, 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 of those houses. And those opportunities, uh, of course, uh, you know, people want to make a big deal of, you know, home of uh, Vice President Pence. Well, how do they feel about it now? Please, Columbus, use it to your advantage and let's not get crazy. Uh, You have the story about the Columbus Redevelopment Commission. Phase one of a $40 million mixed-use development for downtown Columbus. Every time I hear mixed-use, I get the shakes. Because mixed use very often ends up being, let's force this in, hope some people live there in the, in the work play kind of, kind of style. Um, and it sometimes ends up being ridiculously ugly. Columbus is an architectural haven. So what is their plan here? Who do they think they attract? Are they all people who are working uh, at, at Cummins? And, and where does that city see its opportunity? Yeah, great questions. Uh, Cummins is certainly a major driver. Flaherty and Collins uh, Properties is the developer, Indianapolis-based developer on the project. And the point you bring out about the architecture in Columbus, I think that's a big part of what this ultimately becomes. Uh, As you know, Columbus is a center for architecture, really renowned around the world for its uh, its architecture and its design. So that fact, the fact that Columbus is focused on that, that that's part of their brand, if you will, I think will drive this project. Uh, but I, I think really what's driving it is, we talk about it a lot, but that quality of life, quality of place, the ability for a company, a big uh, high-profile, iconic company like Cummins to continue to attract people there. They've got to have these kinds of developments. They've got to have these kinds of places where people can live, work, and play. And that's what's driving it. But again, and to your point, uh, Tony, about Columbus being uh, uh, one of those cool Indiana cities, uh, I, I think you're right. They've been visionary and forward-looking uh, for a long, long, t- a long time when a lot of other especially smaller communities, have not been in Indiana. Columbus, I think, in many respects, has led the way. The other side of that 
is the idea of haven't we seen enough stories? <laughs> Not even movies. We're talking about real life. Uh, the plant leaves, the plant closes, <laughs> and the town yeah. gets destroyed. So I, I, I'm not. I want nothing but the best for for Cummins. The, the question is, don't they need to have more than just saying we are a one company pony in terms of being a city? Yeah. Without question, without question. And, you know, back to our discussion on Gary, steel was that one industry. And as that began to deteriorate, so too did places like Gary. But if you look at what the 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 focus is in Columbus, certainly their focus is on Cummins, which Tom Leinbarger, their CEO, has told me if he said it once, he said it 20 times, we're not an engine company, we're a technology company. So they are about technology and they are about innovation and those types of things. So you're, you're seeing that, and there have been some announcements in Columbus, in Bartholomew County, uh, in that uh, kind of near southeast uh, corridor uh, from Indianapolis, of technology companies uh, locating there. And again, success begets success when you see companies, whether it's a Cummins, but also some of these other tech software companies, IT companies that have attracted down there, that has, uh, that has impact too. But you're right, to your point, you are right about you've got to be more than a one-horse uh, community. That's Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter.